Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I have eight positive tips to greater peace and calm. And after the last episode, you, I hope, are more inspired to find greater peace and calm to help you keep your nervous system back into its parasympathetic state of peace and calm, of relaxation, of being able to rest and digest and recover. So how can we do that? How can we get there? Have you ever really opened your mind to the valuable impact that positive thinking could have on your day-to-day life? And I don't mean Pollyanna or sticking your head in the sand. We are all adults here and we are able to know that there are things we have to take care of, challenges we have to deal with. And we do that. We work hard, but we can do it with all kinds of attitudes. And so I'm wondering if you've ever really opened up your mind to the idea of the impact that positive thinking could have on your day-to-day life. When you develop a truly positive mindset, you set yourself up for a happier and less anxious life. With the stressful and hectic pace of our lives, We are always on the move. We're always accomplishing something, writing a list or looking at a screen, running people around, finishing projects. And when we're not doing those things, we're thinking of the things to do next, right? So it's stressful. It's a hectic pace in our lives. 
we can have a more joyful existence. And this will be a welcome change. from All the running around, all the thinking, all the planning, all the doing, to be able to do these things and have a positive attitude and positive thinking will be a welcome change inside your nervous system. It might take some practice to change because we are all in thought patterns that most of us have been in for a very, very long time. So to shift from a negative thought pattern into positive ideas that serve you better might take some practice, but I know that you can do it. And I know that it will make a major impact on your life. So if you can apply these strategies I'm going to talk about today, you can invigorate your life. You can give it more zest. First off, number one, tell yourself that you can do it. Sometimes a simple thought that you can repeat over and over can get you through a grueling or challenging experience. We talk about mantras a lot here, and we talk about, you know, little prayers that we can say. And sometimes when you're doing a difficult task, just saying, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, would keep you striving to get through it and get to the end of it to accomplish what it is you are trying to get through. The second one I have for you is I want you to think of yourself as strong. How do you vision yourself? Do you picture yourself as strong and able? Or do you picture yourself as a victim and unable to stand up and do what needs to be done? When you're engaging in a physical activity, think to yourself, I am strong. I can do hard things. I can finish this job because of my strength. And if you are doing mental or emotional things, I want you to tell yourself the same thing. I am strong. I can do hard things. I can finish this job because of my strength. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So, If you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More Podcast. We want to recommend the Say More Podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. And I have a little story I will tell you about my walks. So there's a particular park that I walk at that it begins going up a, a gentle hill. It's a hill, but it's not it's not real super steep. And when you get to the top of this hill, you have a choice. You're at a T, you can go left or right. If you go left, you go down a very, very long hill. And it's it's pretty steep. And if you go to the right, you go up a very, very long hill, and that one is steep. And so what I have taught myself to do is get to the top of the gentle hill, and then I have my decision to make. And I have taught myself to generally, I would say 95% of the time, take the hard road. I am strong. I can do hard things, and I can climb this hill because of my strength. And I may be huffing and puffing when I get to the top of it, but I am never disappointed that I took that hill. Never. I am always happy that I took that hill, even though I'm huffing and puffing and sweating. That's kind of what I was out there to do, right? So remind yourself, you are strong. You can do hard things. The third one I have is I want you to write about what is good about you even though it might feel really strange to do it. Get your journal out and start listing your positive attributes. Do some bragging about yourself. If you're waiting for someone else to do the bragging about you, forget about it. Do it yourself. You know you. You do know what you're good at. So write it down. It may feel funny, but I'm telling you, you're going to look at yourself differently when you start to see my goodness, I actually have all kinds of great stuff that I can do. The fourth one I have is acknowledge that you will do something. So this is rather than being disappointed about something that you didn't do very well, I want you to vow that you will work to achieve something in the future. And I want you to use words like I am, not I'm going to, but I am. You're not going to say, I'm going to try, or I might give it a go. I want you to state firmly, I am following through, or I am walking this hill. It's a positive and affirmative state that we put ourselves in when we say, I am. 
Practice thinking and speaking in these terms. The more definitive you can be, the more likely your life will advance in positive ways. We can change our language and it can make it work for us. So the next idea I have for you as a tip for more peace and calm in your life is to take a walk. Again, something as simple as walking around the block. I don't know how big your block is or how small your block is, but how long has it been since you used your body, your energy to go for a walk, whether it's fast or slow, whether it's running or jogging, you'll feel good. You'll feel invigorated and accomplished when you get it done. Of course, take heed of your body's health and your doctor's advice on exercise, but you know what I mean use your body. If you can't walk for very long, walk for 15 seconds while you count under your breath, right? And then rest and then walk a little bit more. Start slow. See if you can work up. Be grateful and feel accomplished for any little bit that you do. This is an awesome way to feel good about yourself. Next, I want you to Set aside some time each day to work toward an important goal. You must have a particular goal that's super important to you, but you feel like it ends up at the bottom of the list. No matter what your goal is, I want you to feel psyched, psyched up about doing it. And if you do one thing to work on it every single day, you will eventually accomplish this goal. It will give your day a positive lift to know that you accomplished something toward that goal. Try it and see. Start off by the first thing that you could do is take your big goal and break it down into smaller goals. That could be the one thing you did for it today. And maybe the next day you break those pieces down into smaller, really bite-sized, doable items that you can put on your to-do list. For example, if your goal is to get a new job, get your journal or a new notebook and jot down each day with the date what you did toward getting a new job. Maybe you made a phone call. Maybe you established a contact on the internet. Maybe you emailed a headhunter. Maybe you started your LinkedIn profile. Just do one thing every day to achieve your goal. The next one I have for you is to have a sense of humor. Now, you really can do this. We do this by letting go of judgment, actually. You can't be judgmental about what's going on in your life and and have a sense of humor at the same time. We can let go of the judgment and have a little bit of a laugh, even if it's at our own expense. It's okay. Take, for example, if you ordered something for your home, like a new bed, and they delivered it, and it actually doesn't fit in the room when the guys bring it. You can have a laugh about it. You really can. I know you're thinking, oh my God, like recognize that it's not an unsolvable issue. You can return the bed. The guys can take it back with them. You can shop for another one. I know it's going to cost you time and money and energy, but it was a solvable issue. And this is where we want to start teasing out in our lives and we can do it with humor. 
What is a real problem and what is not? This is stuff we have power over. We can make these changes. Yes, we are inconvenienced, but that never killed anybody. But when we act as if everything is life ending, if we don't get it done, when we act like it's live or die, that the bed didn't fit, our body takes a toll. Because with our thoughts and our attitude, we're saying that there is a big problem and that it's life or death, and we set off our fight or flight. Next thing you know, our body's stressed. We do this many, 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 many times during the day. They're so small, we don't pay attention to them, but they add up. They build up on each other. And that's when people say, oh, but my anxiety came out of the blue. No, it didn't. We have to pay attention to where we're acting like things are life or death or where we can let go, be non-judgmental, and insert a little bit of humor. The next one I have for you is to tell yourself that you can handle something if it doesn't work out. This is super powerful, and I hope that you will try it. Being positive means that you'll land on your feet regardless of what happens. I really want you to tell yourself this. Even in the most difficult situation, remind yourself, I will land on my feet. You will get through it. And when you truly know this and live life as if you believe it, you will be one of the most positive people alive. You can land on your feet. You have landed on your feet. So don't act as if you're going to die with every problem that comes up, with every decision that needs to be made. We have to put them in the right category. This is not life or death. Very few things are going to ever in your life are going to fall into that life or death situation category. So don't put everything in there. Stop stressing your body to the point of adding pain to your body over things that you do have control over. And things that you don't have control over, you know already what I'm going to say about that. You can let those go. If you don't have control over it, let it go. If you do have control over it, decide how important it is, right? Everything isn't life or death. So stop telling your body that it is. Stop living in that fight or flight. You don't have to fight over the bed not fitting in the room. I just moved, actually. I had to move because the house I was renting went up for sale. So I had to move quickly to a little cottage here on Maui and It has really tiny bedrooms. There's no rentals available. So I had to take the best one that I could find. And I have two tiny little bedrooms. My bed has to be taken apart to move and put it into the bedroom that I thought I wanted my bed in. All set up. It is only like five weeks later, I decide it's not working out in that bedroom. I have to switch bedrooms. Now, it isn't a matter of just pulling the bed out and putting it in another room. The entire bed has to be taken apart to be put into the other bedroom. 
And not to mention, it's like a puzzle. It's such a tiny place. To move one thing, you have to move other things. Now, I'm even smiling as I say this because it was not life or death. It was a choice. I decided I need to put the bed in the other room. And so I did it. I didn't act like it was a life or death thing. I didn't kick and scream and get all depressed and why did I do that, beat myself? No, just go with it. I actually had to laugh because I had to have somebody come and help me do it. So I had to have the gal that helps me with her power tools come over and help me get that bed apart and move it. But it's okay. It was something I could handle. It was something I could do. And we had a good laugh about it as we were doing it. So tell yourself you can handle things. And if things don't work out, regardless of what happens, you can handle it. When you begin to refocus your life toward positivity, you'll discover a passion for life you've not really experienced before. You'll bring vim and vigor to your life each day through practicing these positive methods and mantras. I really hope that you will give it a try. Why not? And now for today's quote. Believe in yourself and all that you are. Know that there is something inside of you that is greater than any obstacle. And that's from Christian D. Larson. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.